Vernon, Vernon, the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp. From the home of TV news, interviews, and reviews, this is the Custom TV Live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 61 of the Custard TV podcast, the podcast of the custardtv.com website. No, your ears do not deceive you. I am not Luke, the editor and runner of the podcast. I'm the southern one, Gary, and I'm joined by the northern one, Matt. Good evening, Matt. And I'm ignoring everything Gary's saying and staring at my iPad like, uh, well, I am on The Voice last night. Are you also wearing about nine pairs of glasses? Um, yes. Ah, right. Ten now. Ten. Ten. <laughs> Uh, if you've never heard the podcast before, we talk about uh, fashion and, and, and glasses and iPads. Uh, no, we talk about the best and worst on the box uh, of the previous week. We talk about news, we review what's been on, and we preview what's coming up. Uh, first off, the news, uh, read by me, uh, and the first bit of news is that Silk is coming to an end at the end of this current run, Series 3. We're over halfway, there's two episodes left to go. Uh, it, it's not a cancellation as I'm sure Luke, if he was here, would be destined to say. Uh, but it is an ending of the natural ending of the mm. characters, as the producer mm. had, yeah. had said. Um, the, uh, Peter Moffat has said that, yeah, Martha and Clive, their stories, he didn't want to sort of stretch out their story longer than he, you know, they're his characters and he thinks it's sort of time for them to come to an end. But there is going to be a Radio 4 drama yeah. featuring... Billy and the rest of the of the clerks. Yes, so. the shoe tree. Is it shoe tree? Shoe string? Shoe lane. Shoe lane. I knew it was something to be shoes. It's not a shoe tree. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was something to do with shoes. I wasn't quite sure. Uh, where that thing I'm quite glad. I was a bit worried that at some point we were get Neil Stoop's character possibly dying. And I thought that was oh, a bit the... brutal. I, I thought he might just turn into a woman and call himself like Philomena or something. Philomena. Yeah. Philomena. Maybe that maybe maybe that's going to happen on the um, on the Radio Four show. Maybe yes. And then they don't have to pay him to be the actor. They can just get a woman <laughs> in and say, "Hi, I'm Billy," but not really. Uh, <laughs> there you are. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, so I'm a little bit thrown. Um, <laughs> Line of Duty, which came to an end, which we'll talk about in the review section, has mm. been rumoured to return for series four, three, and they apparently have got plans for series four as well. But mm. nothing has been commissioned yet. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, we'll talk about the ending of series two. Uh, do you think some of the characters will return? Will we see? I think. Well, I possibly? think I mean, all the. I think all the the sort of stock characters. So you know, Steve, Kate, uh, Ted, and Dot will all be returning. The, the caddy. 
uh, Academy, as we yeah. will now come to call him. Uh, I think that's good. I mean, I really enjoyed the series of Line of Duty. We'll talk about it a bit mm. in reviews. Um, also, on over the weekend was the, the, the live shows uh, for The Voice, and there were lots of rumours flying around that Kylie Minogue might be quitting at the end of the series, mm. possibly because of conflicts with the world. Yeah. Um, but, but then I read rumours today that she's not. Basically, what's happening is that this, well, last year they started taping for the show in November. Mm. Now, Kylie's tour uh, ends in November and doesn't end until after the filming would start if they do the filming filming dates as they did for this year's show. What BBC are trying to do is work the show, you know, start shooting later so they can get cut, you know, so it doesn't clash with any of her tour dates and that's the... That's what they're trying to do at the at the moment. They're trying to, you know, not clash with her tour and get her to do another series. Do, do you think that the show would suffer? I mean, a lot of people. I been, think a lot of people have been watching it because I think she's on it. I think. Yeah. Because of I, her. I, well, I, I certainly think she's brought a new energy to. It. I think her. I, I mean, I wouldn't discount what Ricky's brought to it as well. Yeah. But he's obviously not the name no. that Kylie is, and you'd need to really get. You, you know, you couldn't have Jesse J back. You'd have to get a, another name, I would say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think Carly's brought a lot of a lot of things to this series. Mm. Certainly a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. She's a lot more. I think the thing is, uh, we may as well talk about the voice now as we're both watching it. God, and yeah, Luke's not here this week, and he's so we can't hear him scoffing. He can't tuss um, in the background. Tuss in the background. Uh, basically, I think that both of them have sort of livened the show up. You know, they've got a sincerity to them, and there's. Um, which I don't think that Danny and Jesse had. I think they were there as much to promote their own, you know, That's their own music point. as they were yeah. to. Whereas, you know, Kylie is Kylie, and you know, Ricky Wilson. I don't, I don't think the Kaiser Chiefs are doing anything anymore, are they? I haven't. They're just they predicting. They're just predicting riots. I think riots that's what they do. And, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. You're right. I don't think they're planning anything. So you're right. It's a good point. It's better to. Ha- you know, Will I Am isn't involved in the. Um, uh, the Black Eyed Peas at the moment. Or Although I did hear that she and um, Will are doing the Australian one. Really? Yeah. Well, the Australian one I've seen a bit of because it did have Seal on it. Um, mm. And he was apparently and, quite good. And rumoured to... And Delta Goodrum. That's it. And there was rumours that at one point that if Tom Jones left, Seal was going to take over the British one. Um, mm. But um, because he was quite well known. But I mean, yeah, we, perhaps we, what you do need is... You know, more the the established star that isn't trying to promote. Oh, Seal's let Seal and Delta Goodrum have left. Ah, then they're being replaced with Kylie. So, so what you could say is there's a bit of Seal culling. <laughs> Moving on. Um, to X Factor news, series eleven. Uh, we obviously already know that Simon Cowell is coming back and bringing Cheryl Cole uh, back with him. Uh, it appears that Louis Walsh has now confirmed that he's going to be uh, signed up for the. Even though he was quitting. Yes, he quits every year though, doesn't he? Really, I mean, he quits almost quits every week. Uh, no, that was that was Gary Barlow that walked out that one time. Wasn't it? Sorry. Uh, and the rumours uh, are that uh, Ellie Goulding is being. Yeah. No, a lot of people. Well, anything really can happen. They don't... Gary. Is that one of her songs? Because I don't. Yeah, I know. I was going to throw you with a modern. She did do it on the on the X Factor final last year with Luke Friend. Uh huh. I, I, I thought you might be. I didn't actually. I thought... the final. <sighs> I didn't. I didn't. Sorry. Who's... Was it not that compelling to you? Uh, was you? I didn't. I hadn't got four hours to spare that night. <laughs> um, even on catch up. Um, 
Ellie Goulding would be okay, but again, is that a bit of a reach just she to try and get stronger? She doesn't strike me as someone who's got that much personality to them. Or a pick. I mean, the other rumour is that Sharon Osbourne's going to be coming back. Um, I'd almost prefer Mel B or something, you know. Yeah, Mel B does. Uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah, she does something. She does a. She does do a show. Does that so. come with subtitles for the American for her northern accent? <laughs> I I do obviously. Well, yes, but, um, it's, yeah. it's a weird combination on that because they've got like her and the two female judges are Mel B and Heidi Klum, which doesn't. Just, wasn't just, and, and in order to bring this circle back, wasn't Heidi Klum married to Seal? Yes. There you are. It, it's all, They're all, all doing it now. Everyone. Everyone's on a flipping talent show these days. Yeah. There's so many of them. It's probably where Luke is, to be fair, isn't it? Yeah. He's probably all different. Even uh, Daniel Beddingfield does. Uh, um, are, they allowed, the ex- are they allowed legally ex- to call it talent if he's on it? X Factor New Zealand, Daniel Beddingfield. <laughs> and, <laughs> isn't uh, every third person a sheep on it? On a, and uh, Melanie Black from the All Saints really? uh, are judges on the New Zealand X Factor. No word on whether Chuckademus or Pliers are applying for those jobs. I think they're on the Trinidad and Tobago's got talent. <laughs> Along with Shaggy. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, it wasn't him. Um, CBS in America have renewed a lot of shows, uh, so we're going to talk very briefly about some of these. Some of these are shows we like. Uh, I'm just trying to make you aware of which channels over here this affects. The Big Bang Theory has apparently been renewed for three more series. Which well, that's, if, not that's, that's not a surprise. It's a huge. I mean, even the repeats on E4 get huge ratings uh, in this country and in America, uh, and of course it's on E4 in this country. Two and a half men uh, now with uh, Ashton Kutcher uh, uh, replacing uh, Tiger Blood himself, Charlie uh, Sheen. That would be the name I'm looking for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, it didn't it didn't mean so much without Luke going. Come on, get the name right. You know, it wasn't the pressure. Uh, that's currently showing on Comedy Central, and I believe they're now showing early series on ITV2. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, and I must admit, I've watched a few, they're not bad. No. Uh, Mike and Molly, uh, which is apparently being shown on Comedy Central. Two Broke Girls on E4. Uh, Mum, which is the new one that I haven't seen, but that's on ITV. I've seen bits of it, it's alright. Yeah. It's a bit sort of, you know, a bit formulaic, but um, Alice and Janney is very good in it. Oh. And, and Anna Faris as well. Okay. Uh, the Millers, which I don't think has got a current... I okay. think it has, you know, I've got a feeling I saw it where, where it might be Comedy Central. Oh, okay. I don't currently have... Was, I definitely uh, saw a trailer for it on a Sky Channel. Um, okay. You carry on, I'm going to yeah, research this. You, you looked that up on the old uh, Tinternet. Uh, NCIS, the original series, which is still showing on FX and Channel 5, uh, is coming back for series, I think it must be 12 or 13... This is going on for a long time, and not far behind it is uh, the the spin-off NCIS LA. Uh, it's on Comedy Central. There you go. Much. Uh, Comedy Central, there the the home of the Millers. Uh, NCIS LA, which is being shown on Sky One and Channel Five, have just started showing it over here. Hawaii Five O, which is on Sky One. Criminal Minds on Sky Living. Person of Interest on Channel Five. Person on interest. On that's interest. Right. That's person of on interest. It's a new show. Is that is that about uh, building society? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. Um, banking humour. <laughs> and uh, Elementary, which is the Sherlock reimagination um, on Sky Living. And uh, one of Matt's favourites, The Good Wife. Yeah. Currently one Sherlock. of the only American shows that I watch, so uh, yeah, I like The Good Wife. A uh, bit of rumours around uh, the fact that uh, new show Fargo in America, which is a, a television show adapted from the Coen Brothers film, 
uh, which stars Martin Freeman of The Office and Sherlock, has been bought by Channel 4 in this country. I think that's mm. a good move. I could even see that being as part of their more for sort of Thursday night thing, where at the moment they show... Yeah, no, I, it, are they actually going to put it on Channel 4? I though, don't know, but... because the last time we heard that something was bought by Channel 4, it, it was Nashville, and it appeared on more for, so... Hostages. Hostages, yeah. Although that's now moved to 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, so instead of moving it back, they moved it forward, which is... <laughs> uh, but uh, well, that's very unlikely to get a second series in America. So, uh, Other purchases, this is the sort of time where people are purchasing series or bringing stuff back. Sky One will be showing Star-Crossed. Star-Crossed is uh, a show in America that stars Matt Lanter, uh, which if you're familiar with your teenage uh, uh, films, apparently he's in lots of them. Uh, and uh, it's a, a, an epic romance... Who, who is it? Matt Lanter. Apparently, I've looked him up. He's big on... Oh, right. I don't know. Um, it's an epic romance between a human girl and an alien boy when he and others of his kind are integrated into suburban high school ten years after they learned on Earth and are consigned to an internment camp. Reminds me of that... What was that? Um, uh, you... cart- no, there was that cartoon uh, in the not late em- 80s, not, not em- early 90s. Am I High or something? Or... No, 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 no. It was a cartoon, American cartoon. Um, is it called Galaxy High? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It sounds like that. It does. It's, yeah. I think Cause it... they, that was a uh, love story between two mismatched people who just happened to end up on a space planet school thing. Anyway. Uh, yeah. it's, it's... Uh, Sky One, I believe, have also bought... Um, about a boy. Oh yeah, the, the, the TV adaptation. Yeah. Oh sorry, TV yes. adaptation of that. Yeah. Well done for adding that. I hadn't hadn't picked that one up. Uh, Sky Living won't be showing Cougar Town or Supernatural in the coming year. Uh, I'm not too disappointed about Cougar Town. I think that 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 that's uh, what's the phrase? Jumped the shark a few years ago. But I was surprised about Supernatural. I always thought that got big ratings for Sky Living. Mm. Um, I know it's in something like its ninth year, and they've killed Devil and raise the dead again but you know uh sky one have renewed trolley for a fourth series that's the now which one's trolley is that Ruth uh, Jones the one? supermarket uh, the supermarket one right okay and apparently as part of that they're going to be collaborating with the us fx channel which is also owned by parent company interest i'm interested that trolley's coming back for a fourth series because um jane horrocks who was the big name attached to it did leave in the in the end of the christmas special so they've lost their you know the two big names with jane horrocks and mark addy who've now both left the series so um you know they've lost a lot of their sort of stronger characters so it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go with that good to see that sky one are putting money into that i mean you know mm. uh, you know they renewed the ruth jones one a few weeks ago didn't they? Mm. Yeah. stella uh, Stella. It's got to be said with a, a South London accent. Sean Evans of um, the fame that he Endeavor. has. That's the word, thank you. He came back at the end of this month. Has agreed to star in an Amazon pilot called Cosmopolitan, a comedy. Uh, Amazon are going round their commissioning again. Uh, apparently they're going to do a whole new series of uh, previews and what and pilots again. Oh, they're okay. going to get the public to vote well, on. Because it has gone, yes. I mean, I'm now, uh, you will be as well with both Amazon Prime instant yes. user things. Can't wait for the, uh, the the series to come alive. The the pilots that they did a few weeks ago, particularly Bosch, was a big favourite of mine. Um, Bluestone Forty Two, House of Fools, and somehow the BBC has renewed some girls, and we can only hope that BBC Three is disintegrated before that show. Well, this air. Is, yeah, um, this game straight online. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm really happy. Bluestone Four Two actually um, came top in a poll. Of I don't know if you saw this on the Radio Times website. They asked people 
which BBC Three show would you most want to save? And Stone Four Two came top, uh, I believe. Uh, in the flesh came second, and I think Family Guy was third, probably. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm a big fan of Blue Stone Four Two. I think um, it's gr- it has grown this second series, and I'm glad it's getting a third series. House of Fools, you watched, didn't you? I gave up somewhere halfway through because oh, it right. was just too silly. Um, it, it it was but, just too off the wall. I know there was like a Twitter campaign to get a second series or something. I think Stephen Fry was involved in it. Uh, and uh, some girls, I think we know my thoughts on this. Yes. Read, so we read Matt's original any. review for some interesting abuse. It um, has actually, yeah. It, it is one of the most read things on the Custard TV, so there you go. Much to much to Luke's, I'm sure, immense disgust. Uh, and lastly, uh, rumours that uh, goodness gracious me is going to return for a one-off special. That's basically the people who make the Kumars. Yeah, it's not. It's not a rumour. It's going. Oh, it's it going to happen. happen. Okay. Um, it's part of BBC Two's 50th anniversary, which is this year, and they're doing a whole. I know Harry and Paul have got a, a program uh, like a spoofing all the old comedies and stuff that have been on BBC Two over the years. Right. But uh, good. To celebrate like the comedy that they have had, goodness gracious me, the the four of them, as you say, well it's Sanjeev Bhaskar and uh, Mira Sial who who do do the Kumars, and then it's uh, Nina Wadia, uh, who was recently in EastEnders, and another actor whose name escapes me. Um, yes. And they're and they're going to be basically you know uh, doing new. It's all new sketches, some with characters that. That you know, and some some new characters. My, my memory of, of goodness gracious me, there was two key things. Number one was was the, the introduction of trying to get the phrase "kiss my chuddies" uh, into the public, um, and the other was the uh, "let's go for an English" scene. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I I actually saw uh, I actually saw them do it live on the stage. Oh, one, really? So yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember. What, someone won a competition on the radio, and we ended up getting tickets um, to see. Just the, they did like a live tour and they did all those famous sketches like the going for the English one. Yeah. Uh, it was Cool Vindigia. Uh, thank you, the four. Thank you, Internet, uh, for that information. Um, I feel like there's some sort of noise, you know, so telling us when the Internet has contributed to the show. Uh, moving on to the review section, well, I shall hand over to uh, the northern end of this podcast, Matt. Mm, hands off my northern end. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late. It's good, yeah. Uh, right. Uh, so yeah, Line of Duty, the final episode. Uh, now, this this was interesting because I know after it finished, there was a lot of people on Twitter going, "Oh no, no, no!" I bet Luke was complaining about it somewhere, like he did at the end of Broadchurch. For me, I'm not quite sure if the flashback sort of explained enough, or do you know what I mean? Could it not have been told better, sort of firsthand? I, I've. Rather- I've seen lots of things online. I mean, obviously, I've seen the episode, and I've seen lots of things online with people saying that it was a bit of a cop-out. I liked it because it did fill in those bits of the plot mm. that you perhaps if you... You know, Luke had been complaining that it was it was more difficult to follow. Yeah. I think, therefore, if you had seen this scene earlier, it wouldn't have been. So I think it was quite clever because it, it missed out... You know, obviously... There have been lots of hints about Dot being the caddy, but you saw yeah. him there at well, you know knew, about you it. You knew he was the caddy, though. We knew he was the caddy. Well, you in the you first knew series. he was, but you didn't know. Well, yeah, but you didn't quite know what his involvement in this was as no, the caddy. Not in this one, but you knew 
in the first series, he helped the main baddie get off, didn't he? Because yeah. he was his he was his caddy. And yeah. I like the little. I like. I've liked the uh, last two episodes. We've had Neil Morrissey back. Yes. Uh, with his cane. Yeah. With his li- uh, yeah. Um. And I enjoyed their little scene where he chased him and he ended up on a golf course. I thought that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um. But the uh, the the whole reveal that Lindsay sort of, you know, knew it was sort of a a, a setup. Took some money. But, you know, then it was a double cross, it was a triple cross. Um, the, the good thing that I think about this series is at no point did you know who you were supposed to dislike or like. No. It, you didn't know... I think you're meant to like um, Kate and Steve. I oh, think yeah, sure, and, but of, of the bad guys, I, I, I don't I know... I think who they're the ones who, who are our, our centre, who are the, um, you know, the ones we've got to keep. Yeah. There, even though they're not particularly, you know, I don't think if you met Kate in real life, you'd maybe not get on with her all that well because she is quite a, a, you know, a harsh person, isn't she? She's not someone. She's extremely committed. I mean, towards the end of this series, she was sleeping in her car, uh, which, which I thought well, again, chucked her out. Well, that's it? right. And again, I thought that was extremely well done. And and the scene where, the scene where the scene with her and Steve yes. at the end, uh, he gave up. You know his his nightly woman of the night. Yes. You know he's the best. The third woman of the series, almost, mm. uh, yeah. which was quite interesting. Cause... Well, I think that's why they did that. Why they've been doing that is so you could believe that him and Lindsay were heading that direction. Oh, I see. That know. was a little too. Well, maybe series three. So hopefully you've got. Mm to look forward to and I yeah. liked the, the, the conflict that uh, the main uh, the Irish guy sorry I can't remember his name it's, it's in like, keeping with uh, uh, my character uh, it w- was torn Ted. thank you was torn between whether to do the right thing or whether to you know and eventually you know he decided to do the right thing and had to cancel this cruise with his what a strange wife and how that it affected him it would have been him. nice to have seen what happened to him because he was the only one who you know we got everyone in sort of flashback we got Steve, Steve and Kate at the pub, their last little thing, and then we got everyone else on that, you know, this is what happened to this person. We could have had something. Vernon, 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 the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings, or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to vernonheating.com. Vernonheating.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thing about Ted either. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm, don't know. Overall, uh, this will definitely be in the end of review, end of year mm. stuff. This, yeah, this was this was superb, and um, we can only hope that Keely Hawes does make some sort of appearance in a third series, yeah, uh, sort of akin to how Neil Morrissey maybe has this series. Yeah, I was quite Brad glad because in the first series, that the, the the main character obviously died very controversially at the end of the series, and 
I was worried that somebody was going to... I mean, obviously they did that right at the beginning of the series in this, this one, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but I was worried that someone else might die, so... Uh, yeah, The Walshes, which was a new uh, BBC Four comedy, uh, their second of the year following uh, Life of Rock, which I know Gary enjoys. Yes. Uh, this was a very, very like low-key um, Irish family comedy. Uh, Graham Linehan, uh, I believe, co-wrote this with the uh, comedy troupe who perform it. Yes. I think they're called Diet of Worms. Is that right? I've heard that, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I think so. that I think that's what they're called. Um, I, I basically, this is, this seems to be a program where not a lot happens. If you like sort of Graham Linehan's zany shows, like you know, like the IT Crowd or Black Books, where everything sort of descends into chaos at the end, uh, this isn't it. This is this is very. I mean, the first episode was the uh, daughter's boyfriend was coming around to meet the family for the first time, right? And the dad thought uh, that he was a doctor and uh, ended up. Uh, showing him a, a, a problem he had on um, an area of his anatomy. Uh, that was one of the, <laughs> that was one of the jokes. Was it, was it was an area of the anatomy that you don't normally show people who aren't doctors? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, uh, I see the humour. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, yeah. No, it was. I I enjoyed it. I thought it had a warmth to it. I mean, the mother seems very. I I would be surprised if. Uh, Linehan or one of the uh, the other writers didn't base the mother on their own mothers because she's very. I mean, she goes in while her daughter's having a shower to get her to test the gravy and things like that. <laughs> um, so Does yeah, it's I worth take, what I take it your mother doesn't do that. Then. No, no, no. I, Irish mothers. I think this okay. is this is like I. You know, it does seem very well drawn. There are certain certain things. I mean, there's the the brother who hasn't really ever grown up as well in this. Um, He's got this. Um, he, his dad basically bought, built him a treehouse. He's like 25 or something, and his dad bought him a treehouse. I can't remember what, what he calls it. He's like his free living space or something like that. I, anyway, uh, yeah, it's enjoyable. Um, but if you like, you know, something original again, this really isn't. This is just. I mean, it's not. It's not Moon Boy. It's not up there with. You know the the other Irish family comedy that is on currently. It's not got that sort of pace to it, and I'm guessing that's why it's on BBC Four rather than BBC Two. Right? Did you watch The Widower? I did watch The Widower. Okay, tell me what you thought of The Widower. Uh, the Widower. So, shall I build? I'll build it. Build, up, build, shall I build the audience up? Okay. So The Widower is uh, the latest drama from Jeff Pope, who wrote um, Appropriate Adult and. Uh, Mrs. Biggs, and for the big screen, uh, Philomena with Steve Coogan. Uh, he's obviously specialises in these real-life dramas. Yeah. Uh, we're getting the Silla Black biopic from him soon as well. Um, this really? one, for, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's doing that um, again with Sheridan Smith, which will be their third collaboration because she was in this as well. That's right, she um, was in uh, Mrs. Biggs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I said it would be their third co- collaboration. Well, I was just clarifying the audience. Because <laughs> I knew uh, that. But this, this was uh, about a man, Malcolm Webster, I believe his name was. Is that right? Um, played by Rhys Shearsmith. He, um... Now, the thing with this was that we didn't really get to know a lot about him before he started drugging his first wife. Um, why, no, there, you know, there, it, he liked to buy expensive clocks. Well, you knew he had a problem with money, didn't we? Yeah, he had a problem with money, but he didn't like being told what to do. Yeah. So he started drugging his his first wife, played by Sheridan Smith, and then eventually, spoiler alert, bumped her off, hence becoming the widower. Um, And then uh, he meets another woman, uh, and they move to New Zealand briefly, 
Um, no, no, and just, oh yeah, he meets her in Bahrain. Meets her in, yeah, he meets her abroad, and then they uh, they move. She's from New Zealand, and then he moves back to Scotland for a bit, I believe. And it basically, it I my my thoughts were um, that it was just all a bit too moody. There wasn't anyone you could sort of care about or root for. Um, Sheridan Smith was completely wasted. She was basically yeah. asleep for most of it, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really wasted. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, she was sleepwalking her way through a performance. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and uh, I mean, I love Reese Schmidt- Shearsmith. Uh, as you as uh, you know, me and Luca uh, loved uh, Inside Number Nine recently, and I'm a massive League of Gentlemen fan. And I thought it'd be interesting to see him try and do something dramatic. But I never really believed him in the role. And I think to make this work because Malcolm is the only person that you follow throughout. It had to be someone who could bring some sort of, some sort of conviction to the role, and I don't think Rishi Smith did that, unfortunately. And I think that's a shame. I mean, the things I liked about it were the set... I mean, where he actually finishes off uh, Sheridan Smith, uh, the car crash thing, where he just suddenly swerved off the road, that shocked me, because I didn't realise that that was coming, and I think that was the one moment in the programme that, uh, that I liked... Uh, Gary, your thoughts? Well, I, I liked I liked the sort of tempo of the show. It was fast, but without being sort of breakneck. You know, the story moved along quite quickly. You, you saw quite a lot in quite a short space of time. I think Sharon Smith was was dead before thirty minutes, as you say. You know, quite. Un- I didn't think that worked. Yeah, but again, I I don't know if that's a necessarily a, a plus point for me because I would have liked to have well, known more big, about the bigger name of the two. Yeah, but I'd like to have known more about his motivation as well before he started doing all this. Well, I think you, know? you, got, you got two little hints. You got one was him drugging the child in the hospital, showing that he has a, a deep knowledge of, of what drugs can do as a nurse. And obviously, he has a high irritation factor. Mm. You know, he mm. was very irritated by this child. And, and yeah. equally by Sheridan Smith, did, you know, as you said, there was that wonderful scene where they're building fire and he talks about the clock and he says, take your hand out your pockets, you know. And, and just then very you got to see him it. with his father. Yeah, then mm. when you got to see him with his father in uh, after with his second wife, I think you got a little bit of where his, his conflict comes from. He's obviously... Uh, his father is obviously very controlling, and and obviously this is probably where he, his his motive comes from, isn't it? Is that relationship with his father? I mean, I hope that it sort of develops, you know, more. I mean, this third episode coming tomorrow night, a uh, second, so second yes. episode with I meant with his third wife, yeah, is um, played by uh, Archie Punjabi, who's in The Good Wife as well. Oh, right. Um is uh, right. should be good because I think she's a good actor. She's she was in the fall as well as the pathologist. Ah, oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, it, yeah, I, I, I'm willing to give it another go because I, I, I mean, Luke's a big fan of this as well. Yeah, I can, um, I, there again, there again, again. There's one strange thing that I thought Luke would like. I didn't think Luke would like the talking to the camera that mm. Rishi Smith does. Well, he's not really, but he is. He's talking to. It, the, the wise when they're asleep, but effectively he's talking to the camera, um, it, you know, you know, sort of breaking the third wall, the fourth wall thing. So I mean, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, again, like you, I'll probably give it another go, but I, I'm not going to watch it live. I mean, it's I, only it's a three part. It's only a three part. It, it's so definitely going to be something I'm going to record and watch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and, and you know, Brave of ITV, capitalising on the success that they had with DCI Banks, they've tried to retain that audience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good on them. I mean... I mean, because this is going yeah, up I, against I, the last three episodes nothing, of Silk. Nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, no. nothing, ground, nothing groundbreaking, but I, I, I quite liked the plot. I mm-hmm. can see this guy definitely has a style. There's definitely similarities between... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, no. whereas Mrs. Biggs, you know, you, you wanted to follow, you know, Charmin, you wanted to follow, yeah. um, uh, you know, what was her name, Janet in, in Appropriate Adult, the Emily Watson character. Um, there was no one really to make that connection with here. There was no one, you know, you could follow all the way apart from Malcolm, and he was you know, essentially the villain well, of the piece. And what I meant and by not knowing his motivation... Yeah. Um, you know, it takes it out of it. I mean, contrast that. I know it's a bit of a, a different beast, but the Americans, um, even though the the main couple are fighting against America, you are, you still like them. You're still rooting for them because yeah. you know where their motivations are. And I think I don't think Jeff Pope has established that with Malcolm. And even though you know he is doing these horrible things, if there was some concrete reason for him doing that then there might be more of a wish to follow him and i think the only reason we're watching this is to see his ultimate downfall yeah. which will happen at some stage well, that's right we assume that comes in the third show so. yeah uh moving on to west 1a um how much of this do you think because I, I, i've seen this and i didn't like it Oh, I quite enjoy. I mean, did you watch 2012? I didn't watch 2012, and I think mm. I, and I, I gave this a go based on your two recommendation our last podcast. Mm. And I'm afraid I, I don't know whether perhaps it was just because of not watching 2012. I find I found it a little annoying. Um, that the voiceover which David Tennant returning to do was a bit annoying, and this whole idea that this guy was the bumbling idiot but yet somehow ended up with this job or was being talked into this job. Well, I didn't there, really kind all, of... It's all very, like, media speak, isn't it? Yeah. I think they're trying to mock, like, head, you know, all these stupid titles that they've all got, like head of so-and-so and head of... I mean, I think Jessica Hines is fantastic. I mean, Siobhan Sharp is one of the sort of best comedy creations of the last ten years, and you didn't get to see a lot of her in this first episode. No. Um... I think the combination of her with Hugh Bonneville is what made 2012 what it was. I mean, I think you have to give time to allow all these new characters to settle in. I mean, the I, I did like uh, Monica Dolan as the uh, the Welsh woman. I thought she was very good, and I loved. I think the, my favourite character, the favourite new character in this, has to be uh, Will, the intern. I think oh, yeah, like, that, that was yeah, quite cool, interesting. cool, yeah, yeah, yeah cool, yeah. cool, latte, latte, ca- cappuccino, cool. Uh, yeah. I like it. quite interesting. And I, the, yeah. the, character, the character I didn't like was the um, the, the protagonist, the, guy, the other guy that had the, the, the bike. And oh, oh, Jason Watkins. He was awful. I didn't like that yeah. at all, really. Uh, I don't think... And I loved all the stuff, the bit where he's looking through the computers and everyone's left them notes on there telling you to... You know, the open plan workspace. He just wants his own office. And Yeah. I, I think, I think it's got too. some... Yeah, I think it's got some good observational gags i think i can see why you're not a fan of it uh, in a way yeah. because a lot of these characters are annoying but that in a way is what makes them funny and i think uh ian fletcher hugh bonneville's character is your sort of classic sitcom you know idiot you know he's yeah. the person 
tries to do he's the bumble right dad by everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, he's t- he tries to do right by everyone and ends up failing and he's sort of constantly flummoxed by this world of you know, people saying a lot but actually not saying anything at all and that's sort of where twenty twelve was so good, I think, and um hopefully I don't know, I mean I, I enjoyed this. There's only four episodes of this, but you're you're not gonna continue, I, I suppose. I think so. Okay. But the the voice which we talked about earlier. What did you think, by the way, the first live show last night? It was the um, Well, we talked a little about uh, Ricky's team is clearly far better than everybody else's. I, mm. I they have to get rid of the stupid idea that one person from each yeah. has to go. I mean, because cause I would have kept um, Emily oh, in. Definitely. I, I liked her. I love um, that version of Lucky. I think I prefer the original. Happy. Happy. Lucky. Um, I mean, I I agree with you. I think Christina's great. I think Chrissy's great. I like Sally as well, but I don't think she's going to win it because based on you know her age, really. I think I, is I, to the... me, it's Christina May all the way. That version of Evelyn was incredible. Yeah, um, but no, I just I of all the voices in it, I do like listening to Sally's the most. But obviously, she's not a marketable star in the way that Christina is, or I suppose. Um, the other person they're really pushing is Jamie, isn't it? Um, yes. Or uh, Jermaine as well is another one. I have to um, say as well that, that, that Will I Am drove me to distraction last night. Uh, mm. Asked for a name, he gave a 30 minute diatribe on uh, each yeah. person. Just give me a flipping name. And I don't think they still need the V room, which is now not even a room. No. It's like a lounge area. But on, um, on the whole, Emma Willis far better than Holly Willoughby. I would agree. I think she's a lot more natural and a lot more laid back, and I think it shows... And just that uh, she seems to be more interested in the people and the yeah. acts and the music, whereas... And she doesn't ask leading, as leading questions. I think Well, I, was I, I still think the judges could use some training on how to answer simple questions. Tom Jones hmm. needs to remember that it's... Tom Jones words. was barely awake. I know. Me, so I think someone gave him a shot halfway through. Even Kyle says... was strangely subdued at times, which was weird. Ricky was the best one, I think. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, Kylie hasn't done a lot of this sort of TV before, but, you know, it's Tom James' third go-around. He should be used to it by now. And, yeah, just the Will I Am thing really annoyed me. I think um, it's just quite disrespectful, really, I think, when you're running around on your iPad rather than listening to yeah. people singing. Um, Steady, could you just watch the show? You're yeah. listening to Custard TV. MasterChef returns for uh, another series. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. Uh, so you get an hour on Wednesday, an hour on Thursday, and then the half-hour wrap-up uh, mm. where, where the, where the they, winner of that mm. final is revealed, isn't it? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, John T. Rhodes and um, the other bloke. Who? John T. Rhodes, isn't it? Or John T. John T. Rhodes. John T. Rhodes. John T. Rhodes was a cricket player uh, uh, in South Africa. I'm sure. He and Greg him. Wallace. Uh, yeah. Um, moving on Thursday um, on BBC Two at nine is salting the battlefield. No, I thought we were sailing uh, the battlefield. What? Now, hold on. <laughs> salting doesn't doesn't fit. Salting the battlefield. Well, sailing doesn't fit. Well, um, I was tired. It's the third part of the, the Johnny Warwicker trilogy, and we will uh, discuss it more in, in due course because I don't want to ruin what happened at the end of number two. So. Please don't. And 
Finally. Finally, uh, another Norwegian, another Scandinavian drama coming over to the UK, uh, Mammon, uh, showing on four on Friday at nine o'clock. Uh, this is a, a, a short uh, series uh, brought over from Norway, first of the Norwegian ones we've actually been one, and it's fairly new. It's not one that's been on years ago. It's actually been on no. in 2014. Um, it's around uh, a newspaper journalist who reveals fraud in a large company, uh, but by doing that, his family get involved, uh, his career gets ruined, and it entangles him. So it sounds kind of right up the kind of, you know, it doesn't appear so much crime, uh, you know, murder involved, but uh, it's six episodes, each is an hour long. Uh, it's involved for Book the Morphal to be doing this. Uh, first of the, the Norwegian dramas, or sorry, the Scandinavian dramas that, that Channel 4 or the Channel 4 package have shown. Um, so, yeah, uh, Radio Times make it their, their, predict, their best show of the day. So, yeah. Also returning on Friday night at 10 on Channel 4 is Alan Carr, Chatty Man. I just thought I'd put that in there. And also, um, My mother, at the odd pairing of um, Joanna Lumley oh, yeah. meeting Will I Am uh, on uh, BBC One at 10.35. I'm good with uh, that like the plague. <laughs> I don't know why, but that program has no interest for me. And depending on when we return next, we should mention uh, this time next Sunday on ITV, uh, the new series of Endeavour will uh, be starting. Yes. Uh, which I, starts I, at 8 on uh, Sunday the 30th. Yet, or... I haven't yet, no, but I will watch it, watch it. before it's on, so um, it know. will be watched. You haven't gone to a screening with the cast and crew, though, this year. No, well, it, I, I think I was in the cast and crew the last time I was screening. <laughs> Somebody did actually ask me which episode I was in. I think, I think Yeah, that's what I mean. You, it was you, you, the cast, and the crew, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, when the producer stood up and thanked everyone, I, I stood up, you know, because I, I was there, so, you know. Well, that was like me going to the Educating Yorkshire screening. There was very few journalists there. It was mainly, it was mainly people who'd worked on the show. Are you sure you didn't turn up at the school? Just, you know, t- I turned up at a school in London where they had the screening, which was a bit odd in the first place. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, and fans of Game of Thrones uh, might be interested to know that I am attending that screening this week. Um, uh, for two, the... two weeks to go for Game of Thrones tomorrow. Yeah, uh, big excitement oh. in this household. And I will probably be embargoed to the hilt not to reveal anything uh, when I go. Particularly uh, to me, because I'd be very annoyed if someone else... Mm-hmm. Someone has already spoiled something for me. Oh, OK. So um, I will be launching a flaming arrow at anyone who does that uh, from now on. Um, that's not a spoiler. That's just... That, that, um, yeah, things that happen. Think, things that happen. I've got a number of flaming arrows in the house. Uh, if enough. you'd like to contact any of us on Twitter, you can do so at the following addresses. You can contact Luke if you want to. If you must, his ego probably will mean that you have to. Uh, you can find him at, at Luke Custard TV. You can find me at The Gary Show and you can find Matt at Matt's TV Bites and also Facebook.com slash The Custard yeah, TV. Facebook. We are now up to, I think, 86 likes. 86. We've had a few this week. Look at that. We're doing well. So if you want to, you know, if you enjoy this podcast and want to sort of see more, you know, you like hearing our voices, then read our words, as Luke would say. Um, I don't know why he'd say that, but he does sometimes. Uh, yeah. Um, and obviously as well, we should mention the uh, Custard TV website itself. Uh, for your uh, news reviews, previews, yes. and stuff like that. Um, there's still an interview. If you did enjoy The Widower, there's still an interview there with uh, Rhys Shearsmith. Um, even if so, you didn't enjoy it, I suppose. Even if you did, I yeah. think the, the interview is still enjoyable either way. Um, I know Luke uh, really enjoyed meeting Rhys, so um, 
that might be part of the reason he enjoyed the the widower so much was because of his experience at, at you know at the interview. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so uh, Gary, are we having a song this evening? No, no, there, there's no song. Oh come on! No, no, I'm I'm fed up of being a performing monkey. Oh come on! People <sighs> look forward to it. All right, I, I haven't I haven't prepared anything. Have you got any requests? <sighs> I tell you what, um, in, in honour of sport relief and, and the yeah. fact that uh, the reuniting of uh, two of Australia's most famous people, uh, I'll give you a, a chorus of, uh, of uh, especially for you. Okay. Find the words first. Hold on. Phil for a minute, will you? Yeah, so um, as I say, our Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash Custard TV. We shall be back, hopefully, within the next week or so. I've hopefully, got it. You, can, you can stop filling. Hopefully with Luke. Uh, so here is Gary to end the show. Especially for you. I want to let you know what I was going through. All the time we were apart, I thought of you. You were in my heart. My love never changed. I still feel the same. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Vernon, 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 the heating and cooling specialist. The name says it all. When you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years, well, you get really good at it. Get your heating or cooling system tuned by a Vernon specialist today for only $69. Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free. Now that's a value. Go to VernonHeating.com. Vernon Heating.